welcome back to Paul and All. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Paul Casey, and I've opened the basement door, I've thrown the rope down the well, and emerging from the <laughs> bowels of the clock shelf studio is a returning guest. Go ahead, reintroduce yourself, sir. Yes, straight from the basement, it is Jake Wolkin. Welcome back, man. It's uh, It's been a while since we talked. It's been quite some time i thought you forgot about me down here i feels like maybe he just thinks i'm dead do i need to scream or something like that but you know screams have usually come unanswered in the past so uh, I, uh <laughs> not long before i i decided to take a wander down i had a nice breakfast uh just a little bit ago and i was gonna ask you what you ate possibly today but i figured your answer would probably be the standard uh, toenail clippings and dead skin. So I was like, ah, I won't even ask him. <laughs> yeah, it gets depressing at that point hearing it that many times. <laughs> no, for real, man. How have you been? I'm doing really well. How about yourself? Um, I'm okay. You know, uh, things weren't so great for a little while, and uh, but things are are getting a little bit better. I'm getting back into the swing of uh, creative things. I actually just a few weeks ago, I did a whole episode uh, of this show with my friend Zach, where we just kind of talked out a lot of like creative stuff. And he and I were going to start sending more stuff back and forth. I know I still owe you because you got to read the first draft of the screenplay that I wrote. And I still owe you the audio recording. And you will be happy to know, and I'm, I'm dropping this here. You're the first person to know about it. Uh, it when I was doing this um because for anybody who doesn't know, I wrote a screenplay. Jake read it, gave me some notes on it. Uh, a few other people uh, gave me some feedback as well. But I decided that I'm recording myself reading it. Now, the one note in particular of yours, Jake, I didn't go back and fix. You know the one. I think you know the one I'm talking about. Um, but there was one or two things while I was reading through it that I went back and changed and like added a bit more to certain people's speeches and things like that. Like I said, that one note in particular of yours, I did not, I did not fix just yet only because I'm curious if other people feel the same way as well. And I mean, I could always add it, add to it anyway, but just for this particular draft, I did not change that one part. I am looking through my emails right now. I don't, uh, don't the, recall. The, the, the big thing that you, uh, this is going to sound so stupid for people who don't have any idea, but the big thing that you said you've never experienced. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I, I mean, you, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get yeah. it. Uh, like I said, that one thing I didn't change so much, but actually an- there was another part that in the past you had said, oh, I'm not sure this part makes sense. So I think the new updated version that I have will make a little bit more sense for a different, uh, a different big speech that a character gives. But All yeah, right. I mean, I, uh, I, I'm, you know, just constantly working, trying to work on creative stuff, put my mind off of some other stuff that's going on in my personal life, and yeah. Well, good. No, I'm, I'm glad for for what's coming next. I always am. Um. So now, uh, oh, I wanted to t- not anything to do with anything, but uh, I was just I was thinking about you about a day or so ago before this recording because I got uh, a bunch of coupon, you know, like 
what do you call is it spam if it's in real life <laughs> where you just get like a bunch of coupons and stuff in the mail in like the snail mail yeah close to it <laughs> i got a thing for a certain pizza place that in my area doesn't really exist anymore <laughs> oh dang but you must be somewhat close enough if they I, I don't know did they have any addresses of local stores on it cuz usually that's what our mailings look like they'll there's, have the... i think there's one uh across the river where we, uh-huh. if you remember when you were here where we went like ne- not exactly where we went for breakfast but like on that side of the river i think there might be one but it's not nearly as close as the one that uh was right next to my work <laughs> well, that was really close yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was very conveniently close but yeah and i actually if you're interested and unless we have other things to talk about first i actually have some news stories that I thought might be interesting to um, discuss. Cause I, I like to have a little collection of news stories in case anything like conversation ever gets stale with, with certain people or anything like that. But I actually made it a point to look up three different pizza related. Cause anybody who doesn't know Jake <laughs> loves pizza, three different pizza related news stories. Yes, strictly for you. Now, one of them, I know, I know the exact response you're going to to give, um, but yeah. So before it, before we get into that, do we have anything else that we want to talk about that we want to catch up on? Because I mean, people say, you know, like I often say to people, like, oh yeah, it's been a while since. Now, technically, uh, you and I did just talk for something else just the other yes. day, but pretty much for the most part we have not really been talking because uh truth be told uh jake has something i'm not going to say what it is but he has something going on in his private life that has taken him away from me and his availability <laughs> to to be part of the clock shelves uh family all as as often as he used to be available so and i'm not i'm not angry i'm really not that sounded very petty i understand when i said that i'm i'm really not you know that i'm happy for you but uh yeah, if I can if I can get a, a joking dig in there, I'm gonna be like, uh, grr, you know. <laughs> no, no, I, I understand, and uh, and the other situation understands too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, so what he's referring to is a girlfriend, believe it or not. Um, and uh, why? Wait, wait, I'm... wait, wait, wait! You're a great guy. Why would people not believe that? What believe what? That you have a that girlfriend. I have a girl? Yeah. Oh no no yeah no I'm just saying that, that that's what the other situation is because you didn't name it earlier but that's oh, well, what I, it is. I didn't I didn't listening. know if you wanted that out there so I wasn't. Oh gonna that's okay. Going. Okay. Because I can kind of lead into a little joke here. So on Saturdays actually, which is the day we are recording right now, um, my girlfriend is over, and a, a lot of times we go to the gym. And uh, lately though, uh, she has not been wanting to go to the gym, and she's really like, uh, ah, Jake, you don't have to go. You're you know you look fine. You're fine. You don't need to go. And so uh, you would ask me about podcasting, and I'm like, okay, well, Saturday can work. So I told this girlfriend, I said, hey, I was like, I got good news. I'm not going to the gym. And she's like, yes. And then I was like, but I'm going to podcast instead. <laughs> <And> <laughs> she's, she's like, you know what, that's, that's okay. Because, you know, I mean, she's usually kind of here every now and then when I do it. So she knows it's been a long time. Um, and I, I think lately I've been talking more about Lost Hawaii and everything. I don't know if it's just I'm missing it or there's just a lot of uh, stories related to it. I know we've talked about a couple of them. So I think like that's just on the brain a lot. And like she just knows how uh, big of a deal this this is for me to do. So um, she's OK with it. it. It's fine. Right. Yeah. Um. 
I don't even know. I don't. I don't know if we want to talk about that on mic, or maybe it's a little too early to talk about that. But uh, yeah, there has been some some stuff going on, and I'll just say this: there has been some stuff going on in the Losty community recently. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we'll keep some of the private stuff private, but I mean, it is out there that there is uh, apparently another Lost convention planned in 2019 in Nashville. Not many details are out yet, but uh, and it's not uh, by the 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 person or the. Uh, yeah, basically the the event person that we have that we met through that we you know when we were in Hawaii and that it, this is not the same thing. Like, is right, that it's not the, the Lost Con? Yeah, yeah it's, it's not. It's, yeah, it's uh, not the the official unofficial Lost Con, but it is a Lost Con. Yeah, diff- different organizers and everything. It, it, it's very early in their their planning process or you know what they've announced and everything. But uh, that's just something we have been discussing because it's been about. A little less than a month since uh, uh, that popped up. You know, I, I went back as far as I could on on their Twitter, and it's only been about a month. And it is exciting because it's getting. And I mean, you and I are part of a, a few of the same uh, lost groups on Facebook and and things like that. And it, it's exciting to see people, especially because I don't know if you've seen this. How often you get to to see those groups? Because you actually have like a social life, and I don't. So I'm just on social media all the time. A lot of people have said, especially since we came back from Hawaii a few months ago, is there anything else? lost related because there's actually um there's events where there's like and we know this because our friend uh kelly goes to them like there's supernatural cons there's star trek cons walker stalker walker stalker yeah Yeah, Yeah. there's there are ones for shows that are still on or like long-running franchises like say star wars or star trek or doctor who there's a lot of those things like that and there's actually a company that does a lot of those where they're like official things but because lost has been not on the air for so long people are like oh is there anything else because it's expensive to go to hawaii we know that firsthand so people are like oh is there anything else that's going on so i have seen a lot of people saying like oh this is exciting only because it's here on the mainland so the fact that it's getting people talking because a lot of times in these groups and i mean i get it we even when re- uh, re-watching the show for lost with friends or just you know through talking with each other and whatever we all know there's not really a whole lot new there's not a whole lot more you can speculate on or things that we haven't already discussed with each other or whatever so a lot of times you get a lot of the same, who's your favorite character? Who's your least favorite character? What did you think about this? One of the things I see most often in these groups now is, uh, like I just saw one today where it was like, J.J. Uh, Abrams also created Fringe. I did not like Fringe. Does, you know, how do you guys feel about that? Like that has nothing to do with Lost. I mean, you know, I get it. Like people have that thing. I'm not, I was never uh, that big into like Alias. Like I only watched like half of that series, you know? But, like, there's only so much discussion I think you could have before it starts to get redundant. So it is nice to see people, like, actually engaging in a lot of Lost-related conversation again since this con has been announced. Yeah, and I mean, conversation has been pretty active in these Facebook groups. I mean, even without this con, you can – you're right, it is the same conversations. But I think the fact that these people still want to have these conversations or – you know, it's what you do whenever you get a new guest on with Lost with Friends is, well, you know, what do you think about this? When did you first hear about Lost? So even though 
there isn't much new. Like hearing somebody else's experience about loss, that's always interesting, at least to us yeah. um, and other people. So, I mean, the fact that the conversation can continue going, you know, we're almost getting to the 10 year mark since it ended, you know, so uh, I like that. And I, I think it's really awesome that, yeah, now the conversation can pick up again. Um, the hype can come up with a, a stateside convention. Uh, I'm interested to see where it goes. I'm definitely, I, I, you know, it's it's bookmarked. It's something I've, I mean, I'm on their emailing list. So uh, it, it's really good. And yeah, you're right. A lot of people have been asking, you know, what is there for Lost? And, you know, it's always nice. You know, I, I plugged the Lost Con because I had a good time. I want everybody else to have that experience. But like you said, it can be expensive. Um, the fact that it's still a couple years away, you know, could kind of be a turnoff. Or, but, um Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I would never, I would never take anything away from the Lost Con. I, I think I, you know, how many times have I even said like on Lost with Friends? Which I mean, other than the fact that most all of us met there, I like that's has it has nothing to do with that. Do you know what I mean? Like, except for the fact that that's where we all met and we all hang out, whatever. Like, I'm not getting like I'm not getting paid by oh, no. by Kelly yeah, no. or anything like that like there's absolutely nothing I'm just saying that because it's something that I that I like and I believe in where I'm just like why don't you tell me about not only your experience with Lost but like are you going at the time it was are you going back to 2017 are you go you know are you planning on going to 2020 like you know what I mean different stuff like that like it's that's only because it's something that I like and believe in and I mean you know, if there's another, if there's another convention and we've talked about this, like we're, like you said, you're on the emailing list, you know, we're, we're interested in it, but if it's something, you know what I mean? Like it may get to the point where we're like, Hey, check this thing out too. Maybe, I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, right. right. No, we've talked about that just with products in general. We're not getting paid to advertise for them, but if we believe in a product or a service in this case, you know, we'll talk about it. We'll positively talk about it. Absolutely. So, all right, let's see. So which do you want first? Do you want a story about uh, that one of the one of the two pizza places that we talk about, not the one that you work for? Because anybody who doesn't know, Jake works for a, a national pizza chain. Now, it's one of the other two major ones that you often talk bad about. There's a story that has to do sort of with them. Okay. There's one that takes place in England, and then there's one where I have what I think should be your new job in regards to pizza making. Uh, let's start with England, and then we'll go to the pizza place I hate, and then new job. Okay. <laughs> so now, this one, I'm actually not sure how you're going to feel about this, because this has to do, and I, I, if you want to get into it, I'll get into it with you. It may have to do with the concept of Hawaiian pizza, which I know you're absolutely against. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but it's, it's not so much the pineapple on pizza part as it is ham on pizza. Okay. I don't know what your feeling is on that. but um, I like ham in general. I don't put it on pizza. I don't uh, chastise anybody, though, for putting it on pizza. It's not... Uh, not my topping of choice, but uh, I'm not not against it. Okay. Uh, well, now this it's okay. Here's the headline. This is I'll t- I'll read you the headline, and then where it's from will make a lot more sense. <laughs> Jewish pupil force fed ham pizza at top British school. 
from oh dear God. from the Jerusalem Post. <laughs> That's bad. Yeah. And this is not something that like I'm making a I'm not like making a joke out of it. I'm just like, but I figured I I typed in pizza news into Google and this was because <laughs> I knew I knew I was getting you on the show. So I was like, let's talk about some pizza news. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so this is from the Jerusalem Post just a few days ago, the 29th, actually. Um, I, I don't know how to pronounce the person's name, the author. I'm sorry. Uh, for someone, quote, for someone who is Jewish and never eaten pork, this is a truly horrible thing to go through, unquote, is at the top of the article. Jewish community leaders have condemned one of Britain's top private schools after a teenager was force-fed ham pizza by a fellow student who was subsequently given a short suspension. The incident in which the victim was said to have suffered psychologically took place at Bristol's Clifton College in December. The £35,000 per year, approximately $49,000, school, which says on its website that it has supported a vibrant Jewish community for over 150 years, strongly condemned the incident but stated that the pupil did not consider it to be an anti-Semitic act. Jews are forbidden to eat pork products. Quote, in December 2017, a Jewish pupil was eating with his close-knit group of friends when his friends attempted to force him to eat a piece of pizza containing ham, said a school statement. While the pupil concerned felt that this was not an anti-Semitic act, the school considered the incident to be completely unacceptable, falling far short of the high standards we expect from our pupils. Following a thorough investigation of the incident by the school, uh, proportionate and appropriate sanctions were put in place, unquote. After a short suspension, the student returned to his studies. The Bristol Post reported that he had previously been involved in another incident in which a pupil wore a Nazi costume and was later expelled from the school. A senior member of Bristol's Jewish community, speaking anonymously, expressed his strong disapproval of the school's conduct following the incident. Quote, the fact it happened in the first place is awful, but the way in which Clifton College has brushed it under the carpet is much worse, he said. There was a promise from the school that the student would be expelled, but I don't think that happened. It's difficult to describe what abuse like this does to a child. Beyond the physical abuse is a deep psychological effect. For someone who is Jewish and never eaten pork, this is a truly horrible thing to go through, unquote. Clifton College has a long history of welcoming Jewish students, opening a special boarding house called Pollock's House in 1878, which closed in 2005. The school still maintains a synagogue, offers kosher food, Jewish studies courses, and holds daily prayer services for Jewish students. That is horrible. That's horrible. So uh, they they suspended the kid, right? That's what yeah. they said. This, the sanctions a, were suspension. A short, some a short were... suspension, yeah. Yeah, and then parents were upset because they thought he should be expelled. And I think the difference between why he got suspended and expelled is that you mentioned in the story the uh, the victim said he was okay. Yeah, he said. I think. Uh, I think see. if the victim would have went like, "No, this is like you know traumatizing. It hurt me in one way or another," then I think they could have pushed towards expulsion. But if you know, the kid's going to sit back and say, you know, yeah, it sucked or whatever, but I'm all right. Well, then, yeah, you got to at least suspend the kid, you know, suspend the uh, perpetrator. Now, OK, I know we say college and like university, whatever they call it college. That's 
but it's that makes it this makes it sounds like it was kids right like college doesn't mean the same thing here that it means over there i'm guessing i do, does it that one actually we would need uh like sound the horn or something we need andrew he's closer <laughs> to our he's closer to our time now so it's not like it's bothering <laughs> him anyway um well see here's the part that that really upsets me the kids said uh, okay, so part of the quote is, while the pupil concerned felt that this was not an anti-Semitic act, the school considered the incident to be completely unacceptable, falling far short of the high standards we expect from our pupils. But then there's a, a, a prose part, not in quotes, where it says, after a short suspension, the student returned to his studies. So that means the, ki- the kid, the main, like, bully, let's just use, for lack of a better term, uh, and I'm, and I mean that in like, not the definition where everybody now is a bully, but, uh, this says, uh, that reported that that student had previously been involved in another incident in which a pupil wore a Nazi costume and was later expelled from the school. So I don't know what, I mean, it doesn't give any links to that incident. So I don't know what that incident is, but th- this kid who mm-hmm. forced the the Jewish student to eat the the ham was also involved with a in in an incident with a student with another kid who had Nazi a Nazi uniform or something. Yes, that's where I was going next. Like I've been writing some notes while you're talking or whatever, and then I was like, wait a minute. Like I put Nazi equals ham guy. So like you know, I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's my Nazi <laughs> equals ham guy. <laughs> I had to go real quick here because I was like, oh yeah, I was like, so I was like, the ham guy's also been in the Nazi thing. So I was like, equals Nazi. You know, like so. Um, yeah. Now that would be my next thing is like, wait a second. This kid's got a troubled past, and it. You know, both of their uh, the foundations of those incidents are you know anti-Semitic in a way. You know, so yeah, uh, kids got yeah, kids got issues. That's for sure, and they need to do a deeper dive into that. Yeah, that just I don't know something like it's I said. Uh, you know, you it, it, we had an incident here in the Detroit area. There's a uh, a city called Dearborn, Michigan, and outside I feel like heard of, of that, outside of the Middle East, it has the highest concentration of Arab uh, an Arab population so uh it's something that you know a lot of people are super proud of we're super proud to have that they have beautiful beautiful uh mosques and everything um there are some uh pizza places national chains in uh in that city of Dearborn and um their pepperonis are halal which means it was you know I don't know if that's prepared the right way or blessed the right way or I don't know what makes them special enough to be eaten yeah, I think it's but, I think it's sort of like like uh, kosher is blessed by a rabbi, uh, things like yeah, that. It's like, yeah, be, yeah, yeah. So um, we, you know, that this this pizza place offers halal pepperonis for uh, for them, and I get they offer at the same time non halal pepperonis, so you get a choice which one you want. And um, a customer uh, sued this this chain, saying that the the you know, they went in and they were purposely served. They had asked for halal pepperoni pizza. They were purposely served a non-halal pepperoni pizza. It was how long ago did this happen? Uh, a few months. Uh, not, it couldn't have been more than a year now, actually. But um, I want to say I heard about this story. Honestly, yeah, I, I can definitely send you a link. But um, uh, apparently, a couple of people came forward too and said, "Oh, same thing happened to me at that." But it was got a little tricky when it came to like the receipts and what was actually purchased and uh, what the employee's response was. And I don't think those went anywhere because when you come at the king, you best not miss. But um, 
yeah, so that I, you know, you, you saying the story, I'm like, oh, I can relate to that because something happened close to my hometown. Dearborn's, you know, 15, 20 minutes from where I live. So, um, yeah. Right. Hit close to home. Yeah, like I said, I feel like I've heard that story before. Like that, that made national news, didn't it? Uh, I'm not 100% sure. It definitely made the rounds around here because it happened so close. Um, I'm not sure what the exposure was outside of the Detroit area. But, okay. uh, cause I feel like, cause there's, you know, when, when new, like random news stories or whatever, uh, a bunch of us at work, we all sit, uh, at lunch together and stuff. So we'll all like, we'll be reading something where it's like a, a really weird, not weird headline, but just something that, that makes you go, huh. And so like, then like each of us, I mean, you probably do this with, with people, you know, as well. And, and I know, you know, because we've done this when we're around each other, we'll just hold up our phone and be like, read this headline, and then if it's something yeah. that you're interested in, like I'll read it to you, or I'll let you read it, or whatever. And we all do the same thing. So I feel like I've heard that story, and I rem- and if that if it's the same one, I remember that and was like, whoa, because that's not okay. If you know what I mean, right, right, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, I just I, I saw that and was like, again, just this, you know, force feeding somebody something is not okay. Um. Okay, so you wanted to go to the place that you don't like next, is that right? Yes, let's okay. go there. So, and, and okay, so by that I mean the pizza chain, not the the place that I'm about to mention because we actually have a few friends from there. Two Jersey City police officers <laughs> <laughs> suspended after alleged pizza store gripe. Uh, this is also from the 29th of March, uh, ABC seven out of New York, um, by NJ Burkett, Burkett, no idea. Jersey city, New Jersey, two police officers in New Jersey are facing criminal charges and are suspended without pay all apparently because they had a gripe with their local pizza joint. It got so ugly, the police allegedly threatened, grabbed, and dragged the store manager of a Domino's pizza shop in Jersey City. Prosecutors say the two officers were on duty and in uniform when they confronted the manager of Domino's Pizza on Communipa Avenue. Now, of course, I know what your response is going to be. Go to go, the your, your <laughs> name redacted pizza place instead. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm going to keep that out of it. You know, I, I was like, okay, I can't be too obvious and say what I would, you know, what I would normally say in this one. I'm going to just listen to this whole article. I'll put my two cents in and, you know, we'll go from there. One witness told the Jersey Journal that the officers grabbed the manager by his clothes, shoved him up against the wall, and then dragged him into the parking lot and threatened him with arrest. When the manager called 911, it was the officers who were later arrested identified as officers Rodney Clark and Courtney Solomon. The two are charged with making terroristic threats, disorderly conduct, and harassment. Quote, the prosecutor's office will fully investigate the allegations, said County Prosecutor Esther Suarez. Officers who abuse their power and break the law must be held accountable for their actions, unquote. 
The incident happened Tuesday evening after the officers reportedly filed an online complaint about a delivery, a complaint they allegedly followed up on by confronting the Domino's manager. The pizzeria is equipped with several surveillance cameras. The manager on duty Wednesday night told Eyewitness News that the victim was not seriously injured but declined to answer questions about the alleged assault, specifically whether it was captured on surveillance videos. Uh, The quick arrests would indicate... There was surveillance video, multiple eyewitnesses, or both. The officers have been suspended without pay. The latest of nearly two dozen Jersey City officers charged with various forms of misconduct in recent months. But it doesn't say what their gripe was. Thank you. I have big question marks on my uh, (laughs) note sheet here. It said there was the online complaint, and then they followed up with it, but... What what happened that would make you snap like that? I'm going to do a little bit more Google searching. Uh, okay, there's something as recent as yes. Oh, no, that's yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Um, to employee. Okay, this article names the the manager. Um, yeah, it just it doesn't say all of these things. Don't say what the what the problem was though. <laughs> I mean, oh wait wait wait. Uh... Okay, wait, here's a little more. Uh, uh, This is from newyork.cbslocal.com. Drama over a pizza delivery has two Jersey Jersey City police officers suspended and facing serious charges. The confrontation was caught on camera Tuesday night uh, as CBS2's... Lisa Rosner reported the officers showed up at Domino's Pizzeria on Communipa Avenue to complain about a delivery order. Why don't we step outside? One of the officers can be heard saying that sounds like a. I mean, sorry, Kev, and for anybody else who may be listening to this of our friends, but like that just sounds like a total New Jersey thing. Hey, why don't we step outside? Eh? <laughs> uh, why? Manager Mina Carilos asked just to have a friendly conversation. The officer replied. Uh, The manager told Rosner or whatever, the reporter, the officers cursed at a delivery man in the parking lot, then came inside and pulled him from the kitchen door to the wall. He said he just wanted the officer to stop cursing, but the cop threatened to arrest him. Uh, Okay. The manager told the reporter it all started when a driver attempted to deliver a pizza. The customer did not show up, so they canceled the order and refunded the money. When they returned to the store, they received a phone call. The customer, allegedly one of the officers, said, quote, I am coming to your, expletive, store to, expletive, you up, mother, expletive. Uh, unquote. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just don't want it to happen to anybody else. The manager said, I got my apology already from every police police officer that came to the store who got the videos. I think it was wrong. Uh, oh, this is a different quote. Uh, I think it was wrong because that's the man's business. And he didn't he didn't do nothing bad, said Jersey City resident Gloria Rodriguez. Uh, you know, when you have that kind of power, it just goes to your head sometimes, a man added. The manager is not pressing charges, but the Hudson County prosecutor is. She said the officers, Rodney Clark and Courtney Solomon, are now suspended without pay and facing charges of harassment and terroristic threats. CBS2 was unable to reach the police officers involved, but they are due back in court on April 11th. The mayor and police department said they had no comment. So they didn't show up to wherever they were supposed to get their pizza delivered. Wait, wait. <laughs> Okay, so they they said, all right, deliver this pizza to this location, and no one was there? 
Like, yeah, I guess. You, usually when I get a pizza delivered, I want it brought to where I am, like not where right, I'm going. But, like, I, right, but don't forget what? these these were uh, they the other the original article said these officers were on duty. Right. So maybe they were they knew that they would be making their rounds. So they, you know, it would have been like, oh, how long is it going to take? You know, oh, about a half hour. And if they are making their normal rounds. And it took them longer than a half hour. It, well, and... yeah. And they they might know in, you know, in a half hour, you know, oh, okay. It's, let's just say it's 10 o'clock at night right now. We know normally by 1030, we're over in this shopping center checking things out. So we'll just meet you there. And well, maybe something else took a little longer or maybe they just couldn't find the officers or whatever. So then the, I guess the delivery driver was just like, Oh, well, you know, nobody's here. Just cancel the order and refund the money. But the officers were like, no, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, even still like the store did the right thing, you know, as much as I may not like that particular chain, they did the right thing by just being like, well, at least give them the money back. You know, it's just, you know, so, uh, yeah, piss poor, uh, response by the police there. Uh, to say the least, <laughs> yeah. but <laughs> you also mentioned too that, or the, the the article mentioned the first one that it's the how ma- how many Jersey City police officers I now? I think it's at eleven. <laughs> eleven. That city's got a huge issue with their police. I I'm sorry, Kev. You're not you're not gonna catch me in Jersey City. You know, like we got to meet somewhere else. But like, because. <laughs> I'm afraid that if I get pulled over for speeding, like I'm not going to see my family ever again. Like, I don't know. I don't know what will happen to me. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. Like this, it's just so weird. Like, like you said, like, yes, good on them. They did, they did the right thing. Like the, the pizza place, you know? And I know that had to be difficult for you to admit. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Well, I mean, cause here's something that, you, me, and I'm sure many people at that particular pizza chain kind of agree with is that sometimes the customer isn't always right. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> who works retail the, knows any, that. <laughs> any works on the, yeah, anyone who works retail knows that. So again, you know, uh, the customer isn't always right, you know. So I mean, they they did everything on their end, you know, properly. And, you know, I, I, so I, I, I honestly I thought don't you were going to say this is, know. this is one of the benefits of working for a place like where you work, which is you guys don't deliver. So you have, don't you know, like, <laughs> we're not going to run into this sort of thing yet. No, yeah, uh, like there's, you never have to worry about that sort of thing because I'd be like, <laughs> Oh, we're, what was that? We're, we don't deliver. So there was literally no problem. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then, you know, I mean that pizza place, maybe they, you know, if they made some better quality stuff, I don't know. You know, I mean, again, no, I'm not going to get into that part about it. I, uh, I feel for them, you know, I mean, you know, police brutality is one of those big issues nowadays, which I'm sure is a whole nother podcast episode, but you know, nobody should have to deal with, uh, well, yeah, mostly I figured, I mean, it was, I saw about it. And then I saw when I was reading the original article, I saw where, like what the (laughs) the chain was. And I was like, Oh, I know what he's going to say about this, but I also know that you've been, a manager, like before you got yes. your, your nice cushy corporate job, you were like an actual store manager. So you, you, I figured you could at least feel for, for the manager who got roughed up. Yeah. You know, and I, um, I, I don't know how much this relates to it, but it makes me think of this one time I, I took over a store. It was my first day. The store was in a rougher neighborhood and, uh, um, in Detroit. I, no, no, close to Detroit. It's one of, one of the suburbs, but there's some good cities around here. I know. This particular city was not good. So um, I took it, for instance, here's how 
bad this area is, um, there's bulletproof glass. You know? So um, there's bulletproof glass at the front registers there. So, you know, you I, talk honestly, to I, see, I, I could normally make the joke to say, like, I thought that was standard in the Michigan area anyway. It's it's, sta- it's standard in Detroit. All Detroit. <laughs> like, if you go for my particular restaurant chain, if you go to any of those locations in Detroit, they come automatically with bulletproof glass. It is what it is. But when it comes to the suburbs, which is the stores that I'm talking about, that's typically not, but this one suburb is rough enough that they need bulletproof glass. Right. And so they said, you know what, this, you know, let's stick this 20 year old little white boy there and it'll all work out. And so <laughs> it's day one. Um, I Wait, left I'm sorry, about... really quick. I just, <laughs> all I'm thinking is because I was on looking at stats cause I'm a nerd and I look at my own stats on my podcast on SoundCloud and I keep seeing, and I don't know what this is, but one of the things that I keep seeing is one of the most listened to episodes out of any podcast that I've put up. And I've put up oh, almost 150 podcasts over the last <laughs> almost year and a half. Okay. But one of the most that gets the most, uh, at least clicks, maybe not full-on listens, is a Lost with Friends episode. Lost with Friends number 48, which was one of the last ones that you were on. <gasps> and, yes. Uh, and um, it's the one where at the very end, we're because t- we talked about guns in that one. Surprise, surprise. Uh, in the end of that, after, because if, if, I don't know if people know this, but certain times when it comes to like Lost with Friends or like the Wrestling Renegades one, if there's something that's doesn't quite fit in but I think is still worthy enough that it should be heard it shouldn't be left on the cutting room floor I'll put it after the ending music and this one in particular had us talking about guns and I had a a question about guns because I'm not the most knowledgeable when it comes to actually using firearms even though I'm a big believer in them and I said something and you said about you've never handled whatever particular weapon. And then we got into, you know, you say it's you you used the phrase Jack and Foos and something else. And then we do you remember this? I used that phrase. Yes. <laughs> wow. I wonder yes. how casually like it did it did it work? Did it No, it's right? you like, sounded super okay. Caucasian. <laughs> okay. That and, now that makes sense actually. Because I said something okay. I'm like I'm like, you would be the whitest person in that <laughs> gang. Cause you just I'm like, I could just picture you go be like, Oh, hello there, homies. Who are we? And you and then, <laughs> and then you go, Who are we rolling up on tonight? <laughs> Oh, what's on the agenda today? Yeah. Jack and Foos? Yeah, so if you get a chance, anybody else out there, even if you don't like Lost, all you got to listen to is like not – it's not even the last like five minutes of Lost with Friends number 48 if you want to hear some funny Jake being, you know, uh, a little white boy in the suburbs of Detroit story <laughs> talking about guns I, and stuff. I'm writing that down in my notes. <laughs> was, I'm sorry. You're, you're thinking about stick this, this 20-year-old skinny white boy in this yeah. bad neighborhood. That was my brain immediately went to (laughs) well anyways yeah so i'm actually i'm kind of glad i wasn't here for this particular situation my shift ended at about 7 p.m uh that store closes at 10 uh so i left i come in the next day and my assistant manager is like hey by the way we had to call the police last night i'm like wait what (laughs) wait a minute wait wait a minute yo i'm like what happened and this assistant manager who had finished closing for the day so she was working all the way up to close um a customer had come in asked for some chicken wings our menu has has chicken wings on it but she wanted them uh extra well done 
And so that means we run it through the oven again. It gets another full turn in the oven, which is about seven to eight minutes. We tell the customer it's going to be about seven, eight minutes. And she says, all right, and steps outside. A couple minutes later, she comes in just angry. Where are my chicken wings? Where are my chicken wings? And, you know, the cashier who had actually been working in that store for quite some time uh, was used to the customer base in the area, was way, way, way calm. And she said, you know, I'm sorry, ma'am. You know, this is how long that oven is. I did tell you that it was going to be about seven, eight minutes. I can pull them early if you want, but they're not going to be as well done as you'd like them. And so this customer starts using explicit words, uh, threatening the cashier. Now, mind you, there are other customers in the lobby. So these other customers are like, you know, look, ma'am, calm down, you know, because they're <laughs> they're all from the same area, so they gotta know. Just, just calm down, ma'am. This lady turns around, starts using explicit words at them, threatening the employee or the, the employees and the customers. And um, not only did my this store have a bulletproof glass, but they had a a locked door that would go from the uh, kitchen to the lobby, and uh, it was only accessible. You could only open it from the kitchen part and so uh, i'm sorry really quick but the few that i've been in you could just walk like straight back yeah and that's most areas but again this is uh our upgraded security right 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 (laughs) um is is a door and um so you know the employee says you know ma'am you know if you can't stop causing a ruckus i'm gonna have to call the police and she's like oh you call them i'll be right here waiting for them and you know, started threatening that you know you, you know you're lucky this door is in the way you know you're hiding behind this door you come out of this door and I'll, you know i'll be able to you know mess you up and and uh, uh the police did come removed her and i'm like look okay i'm sorry that had to happen to you why am i getting notified you know over 12 hours later that was what i was gonna say was because yeah i was like i mean granted it's a different thing like you the restaurant versus like grocery store but if anything happens unless like our store manager is on vacation even if it's like two in the morning or whatever if something whether it's the police i mean if it's certain things especially because like at our place the police tend to get called because like we're open 24 hours so like a lot of like homeless people or people on drugs tend to come in and use the bathroom or whatever so like sometimes i gotta hear these stories sometime huh i gotta hear these stories sometime (laughs) i'll have to get you met uh my friend kenny i'll have to see if he tattoos yeah (laughs) i was just thinking i'm like i was like you know what if i talk to tattoo he's probably got some stories (laughs) uh yeah he oh he definitely does if i could ever get him to be on that it'd be great um but uh you know, they're like, so there are certain things where it's like, if it's just like a, a minor disturbance, you know what I mean? But like, if it was something where like we were robbed or, you know what I mean? Like the, if the store was getting flooded or something like that, if it's even two in the morning or whatever, like the store manager is getting a call at home in the middle of the night because to, and I mean, that's what you should do, I would think. And we Absolutely. all kind of agree with I that. I mean, the, the thing is, like, yeah, because if, if some higher up or somebody came up to me and was like, hey, let's talk about that incident. And I'm like, what incident? Yeah. Like, they, you know, thank God it was kind of early in the morning when I saw my assistant manager who was able to tell me this before I talked to anybody else in the world. But nonetheless, I was like, no, like, you know, I, I think also it was um, because it was my day one. I don't know if they I don't want to say felt comfortable or anything, but like. You know, ah, it's his first day, you know, either we not going to contact him yet or do does he want to be contacted, which, you know, as I always told my people, no, I literally need to know everything going on. It's my story. It's my it's my child. Not even when you were. Yeah, I know, Papa Bear. Uh, Not even. (laughs) uh, 
not not even when you're running the store but we were on vacation and you were it was granted it was like morning for us which would have been you know afternoon for everybody back home but you know once everything got situated during the day unless we had to be somewhere if you had like a minute of downtime or something you were you know responding to emails to the point where even people that you work with i know were like calling you and being like um you're on vacation. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, they don't get that. I, I'm, a, I'm one of those people. I will work on my vacation, but it, typically it needs to be things that I can do in a minute or two because, yeah, I know you saw me like on my work computer and stuff like that, but, you know, I was assessing each email and if I could answer it, I answered it. If I didn't, I forwarded it off. But no, I I don't know. To me, it's it's one of those things. Again, if it can take a minute or two, I'll take care of it. Whoop de do that I'm on vacation. You know, it's uh, you're having a situation. I'll fix it. You know, no, if no, I, no. If I, I mean, can. I, I get that. So, like my my boss. Uh, well, there's some people they plug out altogether, and I get that too. Like I'm not even. It's again, my people are. You know, my coworkers are are reaching out to me like, yeah, you're on vacation, Jake. Stop responding to my emails or so. You know, like, you know, but uh, you know, it's just it's what I do. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I get it. Like when I was when we were there, on like. Obviously, there was nothing that I could have done, and I'm also not in a management position where I work, so it wasn't like they were going to be like, oh, hey, there's this issue or whatever. Like, they didn't need to get in touch with me, but I know when it comes to, like, some of my direct bosses, you know, if something goes wrong or if they're like, you know, if there's something that you don't know or whatever, like – call me or you know what I mean like text me or whatever somehow get in touch with me if it's something that you need if you can handle it without me if you can ask a manager in another department like do that first you know what I mean but like if it's something that you that you need me for if it's something that like the manager of this department or even like the what we were having an issue with uh, one of our pieces of equipment the other day about a week or two ago and it kept bra- like it broke. Here's OK. Here's a, a funny story. Uh, the one piece of equipment was broken. They called it in. So the maintenance people were supposed to come from. I don't know if they come from New York or wherever they come from, but they were supposed to come and uh, they don't really work weekends. So like we had called it in, like, say, Saturday or something. And they, you know, oh, all right, we'll get somebody there Monday morning for you. By Monday afternoon, nothing had happened to the point where the store manager supposedly, and I say all this because it's all alleged, I can't prove it, and you can't prove that, not you, Jake, but nobody else can prove that this actually happened or not. Uh, allegedly, <laughs> the store manager was at the piece of equipment looking at it just as much as I'm looking at my laptop screen right now and was on the phone and said, where are you? You're supposed to be here. And they said, oh, yeah, we're there fixing it right now. No, because they weren't because he was there looking right, at, the, yeah. at the machine. And they're like, like, why would you even try that? Oh, dear. And then uh, they they said they fixed it and then they didn't. And they, like it was uh, it's a cardboard compactor baler thing. So uh-huh. they, you know, cry, we, they, they said they fixed it. They started to walk away. The uh, somebody had left and then it worked once and then broke again. And so they were getting ready to leave. The manager had left and got a phone call from somebody else who was still uh, in charge. Now, the manager had left the parking lot, was on his way home and got the call. And he said, tell them to stay right there, meaning the maintenance workers, tell them to stay right there. I'm coming back. And again, I wasn't there, so I can't 100% confirm that any of this did or didn't happen. This is all the way I heard it. 
But from what I heard, he came storming through the parking lot, and you know there was a lot of uh, yelling going on. But that's one of those. I situ- would I wouldn't blame your manager for. No, no, not anything. at all, not at all. But I'm just saying. But that's one of those situations where, like, you know, even though he had left for the day, that's something that he needs to know, because it was mm-hmm. a piece of equipment store wide that pretty much everybody uses, and you know. It's, you know, get these guys back here because we don't want them to leave if the machine is is broke, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Actually, now that you're saying it, I'm going to have to send a message to uh, my tattooed friend and see if one day he would love to tell some stories. Um, I think, yeah, that'd be a great Paul and all. I mean, just... <laughs> <laughs> crazy, crazy customer stories. I mean, you know, they're out there. You know, oh, yeah. So. Uh, okay, so this final story is um, because I, I think every so often people need a change in their in their job. And I think it might be time for you to change your job, Jake. I'm just, okay. just saying. So, <laughs> All right. Um, well, first, let me ask you, how was your recent trip to Florida? Uh, it was awesome. I much needed. I, I saw Key West. I saw Esteban, unfortunately. Uh, and uh, no, I, weather was great. I, I had a great time in Florida. You like the warm weather. Would you be interested in moving there for a potential job? Oh, uh, depends on the job. What you got? All right. Now, this article has been everywhere, but this one particular one that I opened is from delish.com. I'm familiar. Yes. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I may have heard of it before, but anyway, but, and again, you may have, you've, you've probably seen this headline because I know this article has been everywhere. Everyone and their uncle has heard about this. I would assume Disney is opening an in real life version of pizza planet from toy story. Saw the headline did not die further. I, I mean, I think that's great. Like I'm, uh, I'm curious I guess more details here, but uh, yeah, from Toy Story, like you know, that's a it's a big childhood movie of mine. So uh, I'd love to at least eat there sometime. But yeah, continue on. Sorry. No, no, no. I just like I said, I saw it, and I was when, especially when I was looking up Pizza News. I'm like, oh right, this giant thing technically happened in Pizza News. So maybe I could uh, convince Jake to get in, <laughs> to switch his uh, slightly his career. If path. I got to manage that, oh wow! Like uh, I, I would assume everybody in my life. I would, assume, I would assume with how much uh, what you, with how much like experience you have, you would probably you. I'm not saying like the top of the list, but you, I mean, if you actually yeah. truly wanted to, like it would not like for me to put in like an application to be like the manager of that store would be far fetched for you. No. Right. And I all my friends would be jealous because we are all you know around the same age growing up on Toy Story that they would be insanely jealous. Yeah. And I think they'd be like, Jake, you made it. Like, <laughs> that's how it is. You don't need to be a president or a CEO of a company. You're managing that. Like, you work for you Pizza make... Planet, man. Yeah, you work for the Pizza Planet. You know, we all saw. I mean, you know, all, at least all my friends and stuff. Like, everybody my age has seen Toy Story. We've all seen it, and but like, you know what? What does a pizza from Pizza Planet taste like? You know, that's so... the, that's my probably my biggest question. Because what yeah. it looks like on the inside, eh? Whatever. We've seen that. We've seen p- places recreate things from from television and movies all the time. But I don't know. You just have this almost high expectation that it's like greasy and delicious. Yeah. Like there's yeah, there's something. And it's this weird thing I have where it's like, OK, we have so many things in technology now. Why 
Taste, I can maybe get, but a lot of taste, like 90% of taste, comes through smell. Why is smell-o-vision not a thing? Uh, Sometimes... Every now and then it is. Every now yeah, and then if, it is. Yeah, if they release like a, you know, oh, scratch. I remember when what was scratch it? Scratch like, and sniff. Yeah, like the wild thornberries. I don't know the if The Rugrats wild thornberries. Yeah, like they came. Crossover. Okay, yes, okay. I'm not the only person who remembers this. Yes. No, didn't they, didn't they uh, advertise it? Was it 4D? Like yeah. or something like that? Where yeah, but it's they, not, it yeah, wasn't like the, the Disney extra... version of 4D. I, in, I remember yeah. the one time I went to Disney World, they had like 4D where it was like they'll spray you with stuff. Like yes. in the Bugs Life one where like they lift up little parts of the seat so it feels like bugs are crawling underneath your ass and things like that yeah but, like, so this 40 was... back then though was a scratch and sniff card did you actually see the movie in theaters i ha- well i don't know if i saw it in theaters but i have it on dvd and it came with the okay. dvd thing the card okay came with so then yeah like every now and then the little number would appear something like that in the corner or something yeah. like telling you yeah okay i still have a very yeah, uh, yeah okay memory of that i love because like if i i bet you if i talked to like 90 percent of my friends they'd be like what the hell are you talking about <laughs> i i guarantee yeah i agree i okay. think they'd say the same thing all right but like so that's why I think like act like I think actual smell of vision like if we can make audio come out of televisions why can't we make sense you know anyway mm. uh Disney is planning on turning an outdated pizza restaurant at one of their parks into a real life version of Toy Story's Pizza Planet the space themed arcade restaurant where Buzz Lightyear and Woody meet the aliens aka little green men who worship the claw machine while Disney hasn't officially announced the change yet here's what we know so far. It will be located in Tomorrowland. Even though Walt Disney World is opening Toy Story Land in June 2018, this new restaurant is actually opening at Disney's Tomorrowland instead. That makes no sense. Uh, Red Rocket's Pizza Port in Tomorrowland will be transformed into Aliens Pizza Planet hyphen a better place, according to Disney News Today. Um, it's opening really soon. The restaurant will open on April 13th, just in time for Pixar Fest to kick oh. off at both Disneyland Resort Parks, according to Disney News Today. Uh, it may be temporary. While the Toy Story re-theme of the pizza restaurant in Tomorrowland is supposed to be temporary, uh, so was the overhaul of Pinocchio Village House into Red Nose Red Rose Tavern. Since that is still a Beauty and the Beast themed restaurant over a year later, we're hoping that Pizza Planet will stay put. It could focus on the aliens. The restaurant's tagline, A Better Place, refers to where the little green men think they're going after the claw selects them from their arcade game at the restaurant. With that in mind, it's safe to assume that the aliens in their claw game will be the focus of the new restaurant's decor. We, uh, we also hope more details from the movie's restaurant will pop up. Alien Slime Soda, anyone? Because then it has a picture of that, if you remember that from the movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, this isn't Disney's first Pizza Planet restaurant. In fact, it's the third. Buzz Lightyear's Pizza Planet restaurant shuttered in Disneyland Paris in late 2016 after being deemed Disney unworthy by the resort's COO, Daniel Delcourt. Um, and there's a tweet where it says the that one, uh, the Pizza Planet restaurant will remain closed and will not open again. Quote, the way it looks is Disney unworthy, unquote. Um while the restaurant decor was haphazard and cheaply made, we imagine that the gigantic claw machine will feature into the theme of the new restaurant in some way. Disney's Hollywood Studios in Florida also shut down their Toy Story Pizza Planet restaurant in 2016 and replaced it with a Muppets-themed Pizza Rizzo restaurant. 
Uh, here's hoping this one is even better. So, yeah, that's what. So this... the this this new pizza uh, planet is uh, going where an already existing pizza place. Yes. Is? Yes. So then I wonder if I'm sure then they'll stick with pretty much. I have a feeling the staff's just going to get some new uniforms and a little remodeling on the inside. Boom. So which I'm I wonder if, if that I've actually place been there. So I, I mean, I don't know if I've been to that pizza place, but I have been to I was at Disney World once. So I wonder if I've actually been to that pizza place. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you could look up reviews for the existing pizza place and, you know, it gives you a good gauge of what's coming. <laughs> right. But yeah, I saw that and I'm like, man, maybe Jake needs a change in a slight, slight change in career. Path. Change in scenery. I mean, <laughs> hey, man, if you're willing to take on a roommate, I can uh, find grocery store work and host podcasts out of an apartment in Florida just as much as I can here in Pennsylvania. <laughs> I was going to crash with a stay bomb, but I like your idea better. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. You and him seem to not get along. <laughs> <laughs> yes um no, but yeah oh no actually i'm sorry speaking of that i do have one more piece of florida news not pizza related sure. if you're interested in just goofy stupid because okay florida's you, a crazy crazy yes! place like you can get i i mean if you just follow like florida man like <laughs> if you file you know. the right paperwork you can own like their wetlands or whatever Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. That's what somebody, I mean, I don't know if that's actually true, but like just in terms of how crazy it is, like this one guy I used to work with, that's what he used to say all the time. But like, okay, so I saw this thing on Facebook this morning. Now it turns out this article is actually from. Wait, sorry. Funny, funny thing. Can we change it from Everglades to like Ever Jakes? Is that, can that work? Can I do that? Mm, You're pushing it, but I'll allow it. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Continue on. Okay, so this article, because again, I saw it because, you know, people will screenshot stuff and then it'll like be uploaded as like, oh, this goofy headline, but there's never, it's not actually like the clickable thing. It's just like, oh, this goofy headline, I can't believe this was a thing. And then like I had, I actually looked it up and apparently this thing has been making the rounds because this is a story that's uh, about a year and a half old from December 2016. Okay. Okay. But it is just goofy Florida and it's from NPR, National Public Radio's website. Headline. Florida woman gets okay to keep Rambo her clothes wearing gator. (laughs) A Florida woman who petitioned the state for permission to keep her trained gator has received official approval just in time for Christmas. Again, December 2016. Mary Thorne of Lakeland, Florida, has been caring for Rambo for more than a decade. Rambo wears clothing and rides motorcycles and ATVs. There are pictures and video, by the way, in this article. But at five feet, eight inches, Rambo has grown large enough that the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission was concerned that he didn't have enough space in Thorne's house. Thorne trained Rambo and ran a business where he appeared at parties and other events. Social media is full of images of people holding and cuddling Rambo, who appears in a wide range of outfits. And then there's a bunch of pictures. Uh, News that Rambo might get separated from Thorne prompted online uh, petitions and declarations of support. Now the two will be able to stay together, but the public appearances will have to stop under her new agreement with the state of Florida. Thorne will also have to cage him and tape his mouth shut anytime he leaves her house. No more going for unfettered motorcycle rides. Oh, that's a bummer. 
she says it's too bad he won't be allowed to perform anymore. Quote, he loves being around people and taking pictures with people. He loves to be social, unquote. There's another requirement that bothers her, the fact that her agreement with the state calls for her to get a pet license. I don't want people thinking they can have alligators for pets, she said. She told uh, the Ledger newspaper she considers Rambo family and explained uh, that he was a rescue animal who entered her life after a plastic tub was dropped off at a wrestling school she ran. Quote, inside she found five alligators in a pool of shallow water packed so tightly together that all they could do was rock side to side on their malnourished limbs. One of the alligators died that day, followed by three of the others over the next five years that she had tried to keep alive. Rambo is the lone survivor. She is worried that if people start considering alligators pets, the same thing that happened to Rambo and the others will happen to more alligators, unquote. Rambo is something of a celebrity in Lakeland, famous for his outfits, which change with the seasons. One recurring getup is Christmas-themed, with a red and white hat, of course, and an alligator-sized cape. Because what other sized cape would it be for an alligator? (laughs) (laughs) Thorne says the clothing helped uh, prevent sunburn. Uh, She told the Orlando Sentinel that Rambo was kept in the dark for the early years of his life, which left him sensitive to sunlight. With Rambo barred from public performances, Thorne would have uh, would have to get a new smaller alligator to keep her country gator theater business running. But she told the Sentinel that she has no plans to replace him. Sentinel reports. Other alligator handlers would take a gator longer than four feet to a gator farm to be killed and get a new baby one. Thorne said, I don't understand because I've got a gator that won't bite and they want me to get another one that would. I just decided to retire. Though things are, t- yeah, though things are tight, Thorne is glad, sh- t- uh, Thorn. Thorne, she is glad to know she can continue with planning her annual holiday festivities with Rambo and her other critters. She also has five dogs. She said Rambo will enjoy turkey, ham, and his favorite, green beans, at Christmas dinner with her family this weekend. It's going to be a Merry Christmas because Rambo is here. <laughs> wow, there's a lot. Uh, the big thing... The big thing I got out of that, it was like it just kept replaying over in my mind, is that at five eight, that thing could kill me in no time. <laughs> I am not. How tall five, are you? Eight, uh, five five ish, five six on a good day. Oh wow! So like, I'm like that is bigger than me, <laughs> and I would not want to come face to face with it myself unless it was behind glass or something like that. She's, she's this thing's a pet. Like I'm sorry, it is a pet. Like and. Uh, people are going to get their hands on gators <laughs> whether it's classified as a pet or not so especially I mean, in florida expect, oh, especially in florida i think that's like i don't know yeah i get gators probably outnumber dogs like four to one there it's but... literally one of the team names like that's yes. how popular they are there <laughs> yeah like so uh uh lakeland which is actually where the detroit tigers uh play baseball they do spring training at baseball um so they were actually oh they weren't there at that time but um wow no that it's a pet you know she's gonna have to i would accept that label i mean they're still allowing her to keep no, it no 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 jake it's her family it's her family i mean but i well, mean no, the same but see, here's said the about thing, my though. cats i was gonna say know, yeah so. i was gonna say you would say the same thing about cats yeah i know, and know people and would that's say fine like you can name you can have it as family sure but it's also it's a family pet, you know, so it's got that little extra thing to it. I'm I'm fine with calling it family, but y'all should call it as a as a pet. Um, so that yeah, and did it say she ran a gator show? 
I'm sorry. Did I catch that part? Yeah, right? uh, let me see where, because it, it's called. It has. It gave the name, the. Uh, where the hell is it? I know I read it. Country Gator Theater. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like she's not 100 percent there either, but uh, it's ballsy. I mean, like you know, she wait, brought why? up. A, if people, wait, why? If people wait, 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 why does it sound like she's not all there? What is the difference between like people you know what, who in have Florida? I bet that's normal. No, I but it's not even in Florida. Florida. Like, how many people do you have? How many like, people you know in Pennsylvania that got gator shows? What? Gator shows? <laughs> no, but like we have like rattlesnake roundups and stuff out here. What? So, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? What's a rattlesnake roundup? I don't want any part of it. What is that? What? It's, okay, it's a because fe- like well you know my mom goes to like all the festivals and stuff. Yes. Right? Yes. So more out in like the more country area around here, right? Which is like my one aunt lives there. And whatever um, they have a, a thing, and I won't say the name of it because then if I do, I'll have to say the 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 disgusting catchphrase that comes with it. But uh, they have a rattlesnake roundup, and basically, it's just like any other festival. They have all sorts of vendors. They have food. They have uh, you know uh, concerts. They like not like local. You know what I mean? Like local bands, like bandstand, a thing like things like that. But they also have people who have like their their giant snakes. You could take pictures with them. But then there's also things where they have like a thing where they. Uh, I mean, it's not like to the point where like anybody can get them. But it's almost like a like a petting zoo type thing where they oh, literally just release snakes. Oh dear no! Oh no! What? Is, what? Is, whose dumb idea is this? Like, all right, we got these killer animals. What can we do with them? And they're like, just send them free and like have the children come up and let <laughs> let the snakes wrap themselves around their tiny little throats and crush them. Like, what? Oh, you will not get me at Snake Fest, dear God. <laughs> All right, well, I'll have to let you know so you can come to check it out when you, next time you're on the, towards the East Coast. Yeah, give me enough time to write my will and, you know. Okay, so besides Snake Fest and the Rattlesnake show, Roundup. Rattlesnake Roundup and the It Killer sounds Croc better show. than Snake Fest. Snake Fest <laughs> sounds like, like if it was like the porn version. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> That's a great name for clock shelves for his porno. No, no, no. I already fest? have. I already have oh. the name of that. <laughs> okay, well, I'm glad you've been thinking about it because you know, I mean, since uh, in the basement, started, I'm just like... since before I started Paul and all and had the idea for the podcast network, I've had that one planned. <laughs> oh, okay, good. So, uh, oh, but Snake Fest can be another one on there, and uh, you know, I have a feeling, you know, what else am I doing? I'm gonna have to act in it, but uh, so. No, I uh, croc shows weird too. I mean, like, it, she brought up an interesting point where she I'm said, sorry, "You said croc shows at first. I thought you said croc shelves." I'm like, <laughs> oh, because <laughs> that would that would if I shelves, if the I, Florida branch. Yeah, of I was gonna say if I croc shelves. If I opened like a, <laughs> you know, like sometimes oh, companies so will make like sub companies where it's like, yes. oh, this deals with this particular thing. That that's gonna be the. The sub company that I create. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that makes me think of your uh, porn branch too. I'm sure you can uh, see where yeah, that's of going. Course. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm just saying it in my head now. But uh, that's your porn. It branch. doesn't surprise so, anyways, me that you're thinking about that though. Oh ha ha ha! But... <laughs> Hashtag Jake Talk Hula. <laughs> if you want to hear that story yeah there you go yeah definitely request the story but um 
she's she, I, there hasn't been any incidents with this uh, gator yet. So, you know, I mean, that thing could kill them, but I guess it hasn't. So I don't know if it's just waiting for the right time because sometimes animals will do that. Well, or no, but I what. mean, well, yeah, I mean, you could always go by the was it the Siegfried and Roy Tiger where it was like you know it was it seemed domesticated for years and then it it attacked yeah. one of them or whatever. Yeah. But like like she said, she's had this thing since it was just what a few weeks old or whatever they said. So yeah, decades. I mean, like yeah, yeah it's, it's, but then and she and then, she keeps it around her dogs and it hasn't like attacked them. So and like she it, said, a, like a baby one who isn't domesticated would probably be more inclined to be, you know what I mean, like more vicious. Because especially sure. if this one's a little bit older, like you know, I mean, yes, a dog is different than like a tiger or an alligator, but and we know what is it like one. Was it seven to one in terms of dog years to human years or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Okay. So, like, do we, I mean maybe there maybe there are people who know who are better animal experts than me, but do we know what the ratio is in terms of life of other animals? This alligator could be like a thousand. You know, it could be the Methuselah of the alligator world. Yeah, I'm not sure what that uh, what the shelf life of gator is, but. <laughs> Shelf life, okay, it's food. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I thought it was another life, life expectancy. Joke, to be honest. There you go. Life expectancy. That's a better term. Uh, so I, I don't know. Like she brings up good points. The state brings up good points. I, I see both sides of it. Uh, you know, I mean, when that gator eventually does kill her, though, you know, we move on. So. <laughs> wow, what a cynical way to. Like, Cause that was like one of the last things I had. So like, what a cynical way to send us out on this <laughs> podcast. All right, everybody, have a great day. <laughs> um, and now you see why I'm going back to the basement. <laughs> well, actually, every time he every time he lets me out, something like this happens. Actually, though, before I let you uh, down, since I have you out, and you know, I guess I got, I guess I kind of have to give you like water and like legitimate food or whatever. Uh, nice, yes. Not that you, not that you really have a choice, but uh, I think I might use this time to potentially get you and uh, speaking of florida get our florida friend on a uh, maybe a lost with friends that uh, probably will be coming out this wednesday here on the clock shelves podcast network i'm all for that all right uh so we are going to go do that i think we're going to end this show here and do you i mean you get it's weird because you never send out like any distress things despite the good <laughs> wi-fi you get because you're on social media all the time down in the well in the basement but like so clearly he's he's kind of content with it people because he has like a some... stockholm syndrome sort of thing here <laughs> exactly whenever you're like whenever you see the sunlight you're like oh no get me out uh, of this basement but, <laughs> but as soon as you go back down there you're like well, I mean, this is my life, so I might as well just <laughs> whatever. Uh, do you want to hit them with your social media so they can uh, they can follow along with you? Sure, sure. On uh, Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram, you can find me at Jake L C E, and then Facebook, uh, Jacob Wolken. I'm following Paul. I'm following Clock Shelves. Find me there. Uh, let us know if you have ever eaten at that uh, Disney World pizza place that we were talking about. Maybe you can let us know uh, if the pizza is good. Uh, if you have any funny pizza-related stories or customer service stories, let us know. You could tweet yes. Jake. You can tweet Clock Shelves. You can tweet me. Um, but also, if anybody has anything that they would like to just hear our sort of like take on and we could just do that 
you know, one of these days where it's just like, oh, just the two of them just reading goofy stories. It doesn't have to be under any particular theme. Just send them our way because I think I thought this made for a great episode. Right. Yeah. Uh, so yes, that is how I will end it because over a year, almost a year and a half in, and I still don't have a way to end it. So soon, it'll be soon time, Jake, to be back to the basement for you. Back to the basement. Yep. Yep.